Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 293, How to Maximize What You Do with Heather Glenn. Now, shortly after I announced this month's theme, which is live abundantly, I asked our community on Instagram what they feel the most scarcity in. In other words, what they feel like there is never enough of. And the most common answers were twofold, either time or time to care for myself. I absolutely relate to this. Now, Brad and I do not have a very contentious, heavy marriage. It's just not part of our natures. But I distinctly remember the first time I slammed a door on him. And it was years ago. um, I had two little kids or we had two little kids ages two and under. And Brad was working as a public accountant. And busy season means that you are working at at least six days a week um, and eight hours a day is the minimum. It's more like 12 hour days. And I was definitely spent with two little, little kids. And we had talked about me going for a run before he went to work on Saturday morning. And that one of those mornings came and I was going to go out for my solo run. And Brad was like, I need to get to work. And I was furious because I just needed some time to myself. And so I, you know, shouted, well, I need some time to myself and then slammed the door and went out for my run, which is not very a good way of handling that, I would say. And hopefully we've learned better by now. But 
I know what it feels like to be strapped for time, especially for the things we do, but also for ourselves to take time for ourselves. And that's why, especially now, we have never been more strapped for time. I invited Heather Glenn to teach us how to maximize what we do and by extension, how to maximize who we are. Now, Heather spent most of her adult life struggling to choose and pursue a meaningful career, and she moved from job to job, which eventually made her feel very inadequate because nothing seemed to fit. And that discomfort eventually pushed her to hire a coach, research career decision-making, and then take action on finding her answers. And as clarity took hold, an immense desire to share her knowledge and research grew into helping others by aligning their personality, their interests, and their values with meaningful careers. And all of what Heather teaches is centered around strengths. And this is where you come in. In this interview, Heather is going to teach you how to be the CEO of your own life by focusing on your strengths for and then how that will then trickle down into what you actually do and who you are. Your time is so very limited. Now more than ever, I truly believe during this pandemic, now more than ever. But to maximize what you do and who you are, it actually should require less work from you, not more. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. I can't tell you how fun it has been for me to already select winners for our 300 giveaway. If you haven't heard about this yet, we are soon approaching our 300th episode, which could not have happened without you. So we are doing a 300 giveaway. We are celebrating 33 of you, 30 with small gifts and three with the big three, which includes $300 in value gifts each for three participants. Now this all comes in ways that you have shared the show, subscribed and left readings and reviews. Some of you have done this before and guess what? You can apply retroactively. It's so easy to do. What I want you to do is go to aboutprogress.com forward slash 300 giveaway to learn how, but if you want to be entered in automatically, it's super easy. Do one of the two, these two things. First is share about About Progress, the podcast on Instagram and tag me at About Progress and you're automatically submitted. I take a screenshot at every single tag and don't worry, you're automatically submitted. And the second way is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And again, you are automatically submitted when you do that. We are choosing winners on an ongoing basis. We're also choosing winners from people who have shared on other platforms or privately or in the past. All you have to do is send those to us. Again, to learn how, go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway. And that's also where you go to see who are the winners that we've already selected up to this point. And we're going to keep selecting more up until our 300th episode, which is right around our four-year anniversary, mid-November. I'm so honored that you take the time to listen to the show and especially honored when you share it, leave ratings and reviews and subscribe. That is how the show grows. And I want to reward you as much as we possibly can. So thank you so much. And I'm excited for this 300 giveaway. Heather Glenn, welcome to the show. Thank you. So it's, great to be here. Well, it's so fun for me. We've become really good friends over the past few years 
And I have learned so much from you about strengths, which has been on my mind a lot lately, especially because I think this time of COVID-19 has brought us face to face with where we are lacking in our lives, as well as the circumstances that have kind of inhibited our ability to to be active, to be productive, to be um, contributing members of society. And uh, we're all kind of struggling with this right now. And I knew you were you'd be the perfect person to talk about what we wanted to cover today because there really is this common feeling of never feeling like we have enough, enough time, enough abilities, enough money to be the people we want to be, to produce the so things true. we want to produce each day, right? So right. while we can't clone ourselves, there's still ways for us to better maximize what we can do. And you are the expert who is going to help us with that first. Um, I wanted to talk about the this, this struggle of only seeing what we lack, like the inadequacies and why you mm-hmm. instead want people to start by looking at their strengths. Yes, I love that. Um, I, this has just been so pivotal to me in my own personal development over the last few years. And many years ago, just early on in my mothering, I just always really felt like being a mom was pretty much all I could handle, that I never quite had the talents to be anything like, not that it doesn't require talent to be a mom because it does, but to do other things, to have interests or ambitions outside of mothering, I never felt like I had the tools to do that. And a friend of mine, I just love dearly. She always, she gave me the advice to treat my job as mom to as the same as if I were a CEO. And I just completely took that advice and ran with it. I mean, it made so much sense to me. Hmm. So I thought, okay, just like a CEO, I'm helping my family establish a culture and we have family meetings and we, I even have incentive plans and, uh, you know, we created a family vision and all of these things that I (laughs) felt like, okay, I, I can be the CEO of the family. I can do that. But it took me a lot longer to realize that I'm also the CEO of myself. Hmm. And that I am my own person that needs to be managed and taken care of and foster and grow. And I need to have a plan and I need to have a vision. I'm just, just as my own, as an individual, just as my own person. So as I began to embark on new opportunities in my life, I realized that a lot of the lessons that I was learning about marketing and about growing a company really were similar to things that I needed to learn about myself and how to make myself successful as a person. And one of those things, which is the biggest thing, um, has been the biggest thing for me was recognizing the power of the strengths that I already have, that you already have, that each of us already have. And a company that is a really good company, um, a strong company, they know what they're good at and they're able to really maximize that. And we're gonna first start by talking a little bit about those strengths that we have. And so this is what you did for yourself. Was was there, I wanna get into that whole idea in just a moment about strengths versus inadequacies. Um, But for you, when you talk about this, this apex, like this moment where you're like, oh, I can do this for my family, but then later on, oh, I need to do this for myself. 
Um, how did that shift things for you? How did you see it actually translated and what difference did it make for you both internally and externally? A strength really isn't a strength until you recognize it for yourself. Hmm. So you could have things that you're good at, um, things that other people might notice in you, but still, until you give it some value and you recognize how it helps you, how it helps other people, it's not really a strength. And so for me, um, this is why it was so pivotal was because I was finally able to start giving value to the things that, that I did well. Like what, like, so, what did you discover about that? Cause I think a lot of women really struggle mm-hmm. with that point of just being able to zoom out and see the things that maybe their friends and family can see that they just can't wrap their heads around or notice mm-hmm. in themselves. Well, a lot of times the strengths that we have or the talents that we may have are very visible. You know, somebody that is really fantastic at decorating their home or, you know, they're very creative and they're an artist and they create these amazing murals. But those are sort of, um, I guess, results of the strengths that they have. They're probably, it's probably more a result of how their mind works or how -hmm. their brain works that they're able to put that together. And the strengths that I have are just not really quite as visible or tangible as other people. So maybe I haven't had as much affirmation as maybe somebody that's a star athlete. It's just my strengths maybe have always been a little bit under the radar. And so I've really had to work hard to shine a light on those to see, you know, how it is that they benefit me. Uh, what would you suggest for someone who does feel a little bit at a loss of even thinking about what they are good at? What are some other tips you can provide about how to pinpoint what they are good at and what is a strength for them? For sure. Yeah. Um, this is, it's going to take time. If you have felt that you don't have, that you lack strengths or that you're not aware of them, give yourself some time. This isn't something that's just maybe necessarily just going to come all of the sudden it's a trickle, Hmm. but you just start paying attention to um, things that really maybe give you a surge of happiness or joy. I mean, that's sort of an obvious one. Um, When you're, when you're in an activity, when you're performing some kind of work, how do you feel? Um, Do you have joy and satisfaction that kind of will show probably show you an area that you're have a strength in. Uh, Maybe there's a time when, time passes really quickly when you're involved in doing something that will show you that you have a strength in that area. And one of the things that I've recently discovered is just kind of paying attention to when other people talk about things that are difficult for them and you realize that's not hard for me, (laughs) not to mean anything bad about them and you know, something that might be difficult for them and it's easy for you, it's just to kind of shine a light on, hey, I'm not dealing with that. So what does that say about me? Maybe I have a strength there. So it's a process of uncovering these things. And it can take a while to kind of see, you know, how do I, how do I think? What are the ways that I think that, um, you know, give me an edge? What are the ways that I influence people? What are the ways that I build relationships? And what are the ways that I maybe am self-motivated or I am able to get things done? You know, these are all the kinds of strengths I like to talk about with people in terms of helping them discover 
what it is that they do in ways that maybe they've never thought about before. Hmm. And that's why we're talking about it this month in particular, because it's so easy to just go to that lack mentality mm -hmm. about yourself and your own capacity, especially when you have people around you who are seemingly so good at all the things you are not. And I love this <laughs> shift because it's taking you back to the roots of who you are, but also the roots of how you see yourself and the way that you see yourself and your capacity matters even more than what your capacities are, like what your strengths are. I think it's how you're even viewing what you have. And it's interesting how this can translate to how you live and also how you're able to produce and what you're able to actually do day to day too. So what's that connection then between knowing your strengths and then how it helps you actually live your life differently, even from moment to moment and within the to do's and all of that. Right. So when you can spend a good amount of your time in the day using your strengths, then you're in that, um, what a lot of people call flow, Yeah, <laughs> which is sort of one of those kind of woo woo words, I guess, as you would say, but, um, it basically means you just get energy, you know, from, from that kind of work that you're doing when you're, when you're coming from a place of strength, it just gives you this surge of energy where you feel more engaged in what you're doing and it creates this momentum hmm. and that momentum is so key. Using your strengths helps you to tackle your weaknesses. So once you're grounded in your strengths and you understand them and you can use them and you feel that you're um, using them every day, then you have more energy, more wherewithal to tackle the things that you don't want to do or that you that are draining. So we want to spend more of our day in, you know, using our strengths and the way that we set up our choices and the work we do so that we can, you know, have the energy that we need to, to do the unwanted things too. Yeah, I see, I see that difference so well. And I'm also laughing to myself, just thinking like one of my weaknesses is laundry, like just yeah. keeping track of organizing it. I'm good at washing it, but I'm never good at folding it and putting it away. And it becomes a family effort only when we have seven loads to fold at a single time. And I, at one point, I just think I decided that's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just not that's not a high strength of mine or even a high priority. And we still have clothes to wear and we can That's still right. dig through when we need things. And it's okay because instead I'm going to try to spend my time most of the time, not that it doesn't matter. I mean, we still have to get it done, but it's also doesn't need to be what I am sinking my identity on. Like I am bad at True. this one thing. And instead we can think True. like I'm directing my day around one of my strengths is connecting with mm. my, my children. Like that can be mm -hmm. a strength that I put my day around. My strength mm -hmm. can be, um, organization for some of the people mm -hmm. for others. Mm -hmm. Your strength is creativity and, for and, sure. and using that in your work or at home, like just imagine, even if you shift, like what Heather's teaching us here, if you shift to, you know, filtering your time around the strengths, it will bleed over into your weaknesses. So when you mm -hmm. are getting to those weak areas, like the laundry or whatever it might be for you, time management or organization, your cup is still full enough for you That's to better right. take those on. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's right. You know, when we use those strengths to empower us to do like the challenging or the uncomfortable things, then it just makes life easier and life better. So we, we get more enjoyment.
out of life when we're using our strengths more on a daily basis. And it doesn't mean that we're taking the easy way out either. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean we're lazy. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that we're neglectful yeah. of things. I mean, we it's can a still, strategy. It's a strategy. So this I love because in order to do more, it doesn't mean we have to like do, 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 like we have to keep going and stretch ourselves so thin instead of like putting more things on the plate or, you know, keeping getting on that hamster wheel over and over and over and over doing more can really mean doing less, but focusing on the strengths first, which will give you more energy momentum to in time do more. How does that work? Mm-hmm. This is where I'm like, wow, that's like a yeah. <laughs> look at the universe. It's so big kind of moment for me, twist my brain a little bit. Yeah, it is. A, it's a mind shift. You know, when we say, okay, just like a company will look at their company and say, what do we do well? How can we do that better? We don't have to do everything. We just need to do the things we do well. We can even do those better. You know, there's a a lot of us think that all of our growth occurs outside of our comfort zone and it it doesn't. You know, we can grow inside our comfort zone when we stretch and develop those things that we're already doing well. Those strengths are, are there to be cultivated and to be developed even further. Stepping outside is good when it's done intentionally and deliberately for a specific reason. And we should do that, especially when it's what we need to do in order to to reach goals or ambitions. But we don't need to be arbitrarily putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone for no reason when it's just a drain on us all the time. So it's it's about picking and choosing a bit. Mm -hmm. You just uh, shifted my mind on that a lot you know, cause I tend to focus more. I'm, I like to get better and do better and do things, but sometimes that means I'm only thinking about what I need to work on instead of how I can strengthen right. different parts of me to be better. Right. Well, and you're probably already doing that, but a lot of times when we're developing the things that we're, that are our strengths, we, it's not as painful. So we don't notice it as much, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, that's true. Oh, well, it's, you know, it's fun to do that. So I'm, I'm excited to do that. But um, when we really spend more of our time doing that and more of our resources are going to that, then we might be able to accomplish more, especially when we can use some of the other tools that we have uh, available to us. And that sort of takes me to my next point of what we can do to maximize ourselves by finding ways to outsource some of the things that we need to do. And maybe that seems like an odd word for you as an individual or a person, I don't know, to outsource, but um, that's what companies do to be successful and to be efficient and to make the most of what they have. And even huge companies like Amazon, like probably one of the biggest companies, I think probably the biggest company outsources. So, Mm. you know, how can we hone in on what we do best and outsource some, you know, what we don't? I think that admittedly takes a little bit of both another mindset shift as well as creativity on the how, because sometimes that translates as money. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that translates as delegation. Sometimes that Mm -hmm. translates as trades. Is there anything I'm missing Mm -hmm. there for outsourcing? No, I think you hit it. I mean, I think that's exactly, exactly what it is. But when you shift some of those draining jobs from your list and you take that same amount of energy and you put it toward other things that you you do really well 
it, you, you could go a lot further or, you know, let, let's look at some of these examples of what you're talking about. If I have something that I do really well and I trade with somebody for something that they do really well, then we're both saving each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're also allowing each other the opportunity to develop and express those, those talents and strengths that we have. So, you know, piano for um, algebra tutoring, <laughs> you know, it sure. could be as simple as that. It could be graphic design for writing or, mm. you know, it can be any kind of trade but that you come up with. And I do think this does require some creativity, but it really, I feel like it's part of the reason why we're all here is to um, share the things that come more easily to us. And that's part of our gifting and what we have to offer. And it's generally not as hard. So when you think about, okay, what can I do that, that really isn't that hard for me? And something that was always easy for me when I was young, a younger mom was um, having kids over. Yeah. You know, take, trading kids for something else. Because for me, oddly, I know a lot of people would be like, you're crazy, but it never bothered me to have a house full of kids. That is my, that is my personality. It was fine. And so we have to look at, you know, what, what can, what comes easily to us that we, that doesn't come easily to somebody else and how can we make a match? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the art of trading. Um, delegating. That's another thing. I mean, how many of us have something you'd like to ask your husband to do to take over? Like, is there a job in the house that is really draining for you? Um, Maybe a spouse or whatever um, that can step in and help out with that. Or maybe even asking one of your kids, but that is letting go of perfectionism and letting go of control. So there's definitely some elements of that there. Mm -hmm. Let's take a quick break for our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see so much of this being value driven too. So I feel like if people are looking at themselves, because, you know, initially you're saying you got to, you got to be willing to go into this ongoing process of discovering your strengths and then strengthening your strengths and then using that to help with the weaknesses, which is a, you know, seems to be this balance of letting some things go while outsourcing for others or getting help. Um, but another way to look at this, I think is just try to be objective about it and not make it mean something about you. And instead Mm. you can think of what another thing that helps me with the strength pieces when I'm recognizing it is to think what really is important to me. Mm-hmm. And that can help you sift through too. Um, cause when you, one of my keys to helping people do more is by having them have less on their list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy what it does. Um, any other tips on this about how, you know, this can be, I think this is like strength-based time management. So any other suggestions yeah. on how they can start to create that in their lives as strength-based time management? 
Yeah, I definitely think um, you can scan your life. Like I recommend, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed with the numbers of things that you have on your to-do list. And this is actually where I have a printable for this, if you're interested in that, but kind of Tell scanning. Um, it's based on uh, Covey's uh, uh, method to prioritization. But basically you take a, the list of everything that you have that you feel like I've got to get all of these things done, maybe on a weekly, maybe, maybe um, just at a one-time situation, like I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to think about all the things, why I'm feeling overwhelmed, all the things that I have to get done. And you categorize them based on urgency and need. And some things that you know, are super urgent, you know, you're going to put that on your to-do list immediately. Some things that are urgent or that are important, but not urgent, you're going to kind of schedule that for a later time. And if it's not urgent and not that important, that goes on your list of, I'm going to try to find a way to delegate or outsource this. So, and if it's not urgent and not important, then you can either just do it really quickly, get it done off your list, or just calendar it off, put it off for, you know, postpone it to a later time. And that's just a helpful tool to kind of look and see, okay, what are the things that I need to do? And how can I categorize this? What things do I need to take care of myself? What things do I need to worry about later? What can I give to somebody else? And what can I schedule for the future so that I know I don't forget? And that just helps us manage that overwhelm that mm -hmm. we might have. Which in, in time also helps you maximize what you can do without doing more. You know, yes. like without squishing more in, in every single day. Right. And when we're continually operating, you know, outside of our strengths, when we're constantly trying to do things that are uncomfortable for ourselves, when we're not willing to let go of things that are really difficult, that we need help with, we're just going to burn out, you know, and we're not going to end up maximizing ourselves. So when we spread ourselves really thin, like this is something I know you teach about, is, you know, we're not going to get those desired results. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn to narrow it down. Fantastic. Just, yeah. And the last thing that we need to do to, in order to really maximize our potential is to um, learn to invest in ourselves. And this is something that has been really difficult for me personally, just because I'm all for self-development until it costs $10. And I'm like, well, do I really want to develop that much? You know? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so I've never had a problem, you know, signing my kids up for any thing they wanted to pursue. It's like nothing's off the table. Oh, you want to do gymnastics? Great. You know, you want to do voice lessons? Great. You want to whatever. I'm, I always encourage that. And yet when it has come to myself and my own development, I guess I have, I think sort of unconsciously adopted that mindset of my growing is done. I had my time, you know, yeah. I, I went to college, I got my degree, my, it has been complete. <laughs> you know, that's, that's sort of an odd, I don't know if other people feel that way. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think we so. know that. Yeah. You don't think so? Well, no, um, I mean, I think you're not alone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So one day I was contemplating spending some money on an investment for myself, for my future and, and my ambitions that I have. And I just was second guessing it, you know, 
And I just had this thought come to me that was just an epiphany. I thought if this was my child or my husband coming to me asking or saying, Hey, I'd really like to do this. What would be my response? And I would hands down, make it happen. You know, whatever, whatever I needed to do to get that child into that course or Hmm. whatever it is that they wanted to do, I would do everything I could to make that happen for that person. Yeah. And why am I not willing to do that for myself? Hmm. And why am I not willing to take risks for myself? And, you know, I've put up money for sports where the kids have done one season and it didn't go anywhere. Did I feel guilty about it? No. Then why do I have this guilt? Like, oh, well, what if I tried something and it didn't work out? Then I would have just wasted that money. (laughs) It's not, it's all part of the finding out experience. And it's all part of investing in yourself and creating a bigger, better you. So going back to um, what an investment is, you know, it's taking something small and it's making it bigger. And we are each as an individual, we are our greatest assets, right? I mean, there's wherever we go, we're right there with us. Like we're always needing to um, show up as our best self in order to, um, you know, be successful and be the kind of person that we want to be. And so we ultimately are our own entity. We are our own little corporation of ourselves, and we need to, to invest ourselves. If we started a company and we made an initial investment, we said, okay, um, we're going to buy this restaurant. Would that be the end of our investment? Of course not. So the same goes for us. If we, if we go to college and we get to the end, is that the end of our investment? No, we have to keep um, investing ourselves and that investment in ourselves is the best interest. Like that's hmm. where we make the most. It pays off the best. Um, we're just our number one asset. So a lot of times we think about these things as expenses and it's really not an expense. It's an investment. And we need to be mindful about when we can be willing to, um, you know, smartly decide where we want to invest. And again, this has, this does work better when we know our strengths and when we know what we want to do, we have a vision and um, maybe some of that investment is even in outsourcing sometimes too. Hmm. Yeah. This shift is so important. And it's what I want so many more women to do, you know, whether they are working or they have children or there's a combination of that. I see that resistance so strongly in investing in themselves and for their own development. And this has actually come up with quite a few interviews I've recorded just the past few days. It's crazy Mm. how this has come up independently on different topics with three different interviewees. Yeah. I think there's something in the air here. And you know what I think it is, Heather, I think right now we are face to face with what it is like when not, when you have not invested in yourself Mm -hmm. because many of us are just doing the best we can and that's okay. That's okay for this season, but we're depleted in ways that Mm -hmm. maybe we haven't been quite as much in the past, or now we're seeing it better, just how depleted we are. And now I think what I'm hoping is we can then shift our own value, um, both in how we see ourselves and in what money we put towards ourselves or the time we put towards ourselves. It doesn't always have to be money um, so that Mm -hmm. we can invest in in ourselves because our responsibilities need this. They need us 
to, to value our own, like you said, you are your, your greatest asset. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women are going to push back against that. But if you were not looking at it that way, just see the consequences that would happen to your responsibilities, whether that's work or friends or, or kids or relationships, they will all be affected by that for good or for bad. If you are willing or not willing to invest in yourself, it goes both ways. Well, I've been there, you know, I've been in a situation, I've lived that where I didn't, everything was too expensive. Everything was too much time. And you know, I've seen the cost, the emotional cost of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to be willing. If we felt that way, is that how we feel about our kids mm-hmm. too? I mean, that's the question I'm asking is when your child comes to you and asks for a hundred dollars to do, um, you know, a hundred dollars a month for piano, that's what I pay right now for my yeah. daughter to do piano lessons. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the going rate. And yet would I spend a hundred dollars a month on myself? And I don't know, this may, this is not necessarily an issue for everybody, but for me, this has been a huge um, hurdle in my own development is being willing to say, I'm worth that. I'm worth spending a little bit and cultivating these things, especially when it's something that will help me to become better and become Mm -hmm. more of the person that I want to be. It's not arbitrarily, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just go spend a hundred dollars on getting my nails done every week or something like that, which, you know, if you do that, that's fine. But if that really is giving you the results and that you want, but when there's something that is standing in the way of the results that you want, you need to be willing to step up and, and be the CEO and say, I see the value and how this can help me and make me as a person, as an entity better, more valuable, grow, become bigger, multiply. Like that's what happens when we come from strengths. And when we cultivate ourselves is we become bigger. We, our capacities multiply. It's because our mind shifts because we're coming from a place of strength and abundance. And we're not coming from, I don't have enough. I don't, I'm never going to be enough. I don't have the talents. I don't have the time. When we give ourselves that opportunity to make these shifts, we make space to pace ourselves and to grow. So that's really why we are, we are worth it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're worth taking these making these actions. And so if you feel like you're living below your your potential and that you feel like you're not maximizing the capabilities that you have, then, you know, ask yourself, am I coming from a place of strength every day? Do I invest in the things that I do well and, or that I want or need to do well? And the last thing is, am I willing to outsource trade or find inventive ways to mitigate some of the pressure that I have and give me more space to thrive? Those are my three questions that I would ask. Those are beautiful, Heather. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have the tools within ourselves to do amazing things and it doesn't mean we have to be working and at maximum capacity all the time. And in fact, if you live this way, you won't feel like you're burning out all the time. Mm -hmm. You'll feel much more calm. You'll feel coming, you'll feel much more satisfaction in your daily life when you're, when you're operating from a place of strength and you're 
able to focus more on the things that you do well while still being specific about areas that you want to grow in and deliberate about that. Yeah. You don't have to do all the things. And that's actually one thing we do talk about too, is if you're not sure, like if you're trying to pick the best thing to start on, on working on yourself or investing Mm -hmm. in yourself, whether that's time or money, sometimes you just have to pick one, (laughs) just pick one and get started and see where it takes you. Even if that's, you know, making cakes or calligraphy, or if that's learning how to become an entrepreneur, I mean, who cares what it is, just start one of those. And I think one other thing I would add to that is if it's been so long since you've invested in yourself, start with time, start just by Mm -hmm. giving yourself more time to step away from the Mm -hmm. responsibilities and to invest time in, in yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. once you see the fruits of that, you will know the time is worth it. And then in time, the money is worth it where you have to do, where the simplifying is worth it. Um, so that you can make those things happen for you. That's right. That's right. And you do a beautiful job of teaching that. I think that, um, the more you lean into that, that you will start to see the potential is bigger than you, than you Hmm. thought. Yeah. And that you will start to recognize and own who you really are. So this is really about more about just being authentic, you know, to who you are and living more authentically. And that is in turn more abundant because you're not going to be fighting against yourself all the time, thinking you need to be this, thinking you need to be like that person, mimicking something else. It's about um, really being authentic to who you are and striving to Uh, make the most of those gifts and talents and capabilities that you have and being just really targeted about where you want to grow. Heather, I wish you could see my notes right now. It's they're just, there's not even a little bit of space left to write in. Um, This all comes back to what the root is of what we do here and about progress and in our community. There's a reason I, I say identity is first in line to even purpose and productivity and habits. Mm -hmm. It all goes back to being who you are meant to be and developing that being. And I like that you've taken this all back to that. You know, we didn't plan it, but Hey, it's funny how it just happens. Naturally. We end up talking about this. Um, before we tell people where to find you, especially for the teens and young adults in their lives, because you work primarily with them. Um, I would just like to know what is something that you are currently doing to invest, whether that's time or money into yourself and your own personal growth right now. And how is that going? I would say my favorite thing that I have been doing is I got this um, little paperback journal. It's called the five minute paperback journal. I haven't heard of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just on Amazon. It's literally like $4 or something. And every day it prompts you in the morning to ask um, three things that you're grateful for, three mini goals that would make the day great, and two affirmations. And then at night, you just summarize um, the three things that happened that day that you're grateful for, and how you may have advanced the quality of the day. And it's just really helped me just to, it's very simple, it doesn't take very long. And that's what I, I don't have a lot of time, but it just helps me to stay focused every day. And that's just been my favorite little thing that I've been doing. I adore that. So Heather, tell us about your work and where people can find you. Yes, I am the owner of Aligned Ambition, 
and I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook too. And um, I have, I offer a course for people to take where they can learn what they're good at and how to translate that into a career decision that would be uh, meaningful and satisfying for them. So that's what my focus of my work is on. Mm -hmm. And is this primarily, um, like what age groups are we looking at here? So 16 is, I have found is probably the youngest. So anywhere from 16 on up is what I work with. Okay. That's so great. But we will make sure we send people your way that will all be linked in the show notes and Heather, it's just been so fun to talk in this, in this way and to learn from you. And thank you very much for being on about progress. Thank you so much. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. Now, I know you guys know I have a full organization course, and I think it was really hilarious. I could admit to you, I feel like I'm a really organized person, but when it comes to laundry, not so much. And that's okay. That's part of what it means to be an organized and maximized person. I so enjoyed this conversation with Heather, and now I'm going to share the progress pointers from this episode. These are notes that I took so you didn't have to. The first is you are the CEO of yourself. You need to be managed, fostered, and work on your growth. Two, start by recognizing and valuing your strengths. Three, this will take time and be a process. Pay attention to your feelings. Where do you feel joy, fulfillment, ease, the passage of time, and what others say about you? Four, you'll be able to better manage your time when you do that based around your strengths, which create momentum. Five, we don't have to do everything. We can focus and grow what we do well, and that will maximize what we do without doing more. Six, once you work on honing in on and developing your strengths, then work on outsourcing what are your weaknesses just like a CEO would do. Seven, learn to invest in yourself. You are your greatest asset. And eight, if you need a place to start with investment, start with time. Again, I have linked to all things Heather in the show notes for you. You can always find those by going to aboutprogress.com slash podcast, and then you can click on the episode you are listening to, and you'll have all the show notes there for you if they're not already in your app. Just a few quick reminders for you. This is our Dear Progressor Month. This is where we get to hear notes from our fellow progressors, and I want you to be one of them. What have you learned the past two months about perseverance and abundance? How has this changed your life? Or what have you already learned about these things that you can teach us about? Our community is the best part about 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 progress. Wow, that was hard to say. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash be on the show to hear or to learn how, um, you can see that you can send in a voice note easily, or you can call my voice message system that I have set up and leave it there. We do not care if you are perfect. I am the, the host of this podcast and I am often terrible at speaking. So if I can do this, you can too. Another reminder is to enter the 300 giveaway. I want you to subscribe. I want you to leave ratings and reviews. And I want you to share the show. All of that can happen retroactively too. And there's ways for you to automatically be submitted to the giveaway. So easy. Go to aboutprogress.com slash 300 giveaway. And I can't wait to celebrate you and how we've created this community together. Before we sign off, just another thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this show. You really matter to me and I want to do a good job serving you. If you ever have any suggestions, I would love to hear it. I'm always um, just an open ear away, a DM away come and see me on Instagram at about progress and tell me what you'd like more of, or even less of on the show. I'd love to hear it from you. 
I am so happy that we got to hear today about how we can maximize what we do and who we are without doing more. Wow, isn't that a relief? And I hope that this next week, you can take some time to really evaluate what your strengths are and then use those to maximize what you do instead of running around with it like a chicken with its head cut off. I know I am guilty of that often. I'll see you soon. Keep growing and remember life is about progress, not perfection. Hold on just a second because my, my questions disappeared right when I was going to ask you another one. Oh, where did it go? Oh, I had something to say and it connected so well with what you had just said. It's okay. Matches. It's all virtual, whether it's via phone, fat, fat. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.